How do you build a great brand that people talk about and love? We hear about companies like Disney and Amazon, but how did they come to be? What strategies did they use and how can we adopt their methodologies to improve our marketing operations? I'm your host, Colin McGinnis, and this is the Marketing Qualified Podcast. Social proofing can be a good thing or a bad thing. On the good side, social proofing can help you humanize your brand, build trust with new visitors, and solidify yourself as a professional. On the bad side, social proofing can reveal fake reviews, fake testimonials, or even worse, fake or misguided reviews from your personal friends. If your brand ever comes off as fake, your ability to build loyalty dies. In this episode, we're going to cover six ways that you can build social proof for your website or app helping you build more trust and position yourself for the market. Before we dive in, it's important to understand the deeper strategy of what social proofing actually does for your brand. When you social proof correctly, you'll learn about new segments within your niche. You'll build an identity with different groups of people, assimilating yourself into their community. Trust me when I say that the entire marketing process is much easier once you know how to mingle with each segment of your market. Also, another takeaway from this episode, we'll be learning how to leverage brands that are already well-established and well-known. This will help you articulate what you do, who you serve, and who your audience is. Now let's begin with these six ways to build social proof for your company. Number one, software certifications. Are there any relevant technologies used in your industry or for your profession? If so, becoming certified might add value to your profile. In the world of marketing, we typically use tools like Google Analytics or HubSpot or Salesforce. By becoming certified administrators of these platforms, we can quickly position ourselves as strong contenders in the market. This works particularly well when communicating to older, more laggard behavior people. Here's an example. My dad is approaching his retirement years. He's the vice president of finance and operations and doesn't quite understand the ins and outs of digital marketing. To articulate what I do to him, I mentioned my Google Partner certification. Hey dad, I do digital marketing. This means I work with apps and platforms like Google to help me grow businesses. Or, because I know that his company uses HubSpot. Hey dad, I spend a lot of my day analyzing marketing data inside platforms like HubSpot. Google, HubSpot. My dad now has a small sense of what I do and the tools I use. In his meetings where HubSpot and Google are mentioned, he'll think of me. Hey, my son does work in these platforms. This opens the door for my dad to give referrals when running into people who work with HubSpot. It also aligns me to a brand that has a stronger reputation. This helps position me better in the market. So my question to you are what are the software certifications that you could get for your industry? What brands could you mention that would make a click of what you do? Number two, industry certifications. Are there industry-specific certifications that would help you build your profile? In healthcare, there are credentials like registered nurse or the RN, or in accounting, the certified professional accountant, CPA. What are these for your industry? If none, what sort of certifications could you earn for the brand? When I was a paddleboard instructor, I became trained in first aid, I was able to use the training company's logo on my website and leverage their certification badge to earn trust with my website visitors. 
try to find a meaningful way to incorporate this tactic into your brand. Number three, join relevant clubs and organizations. Are there recognized networks that you can join to build trust and improve your brand's reputation? In the aviation industry, there's a network called the International Association of Airport Executives. This is an online club for managers who work in the aviation industry, servicing airports, airlines, and groundside operations. The network organizes events online and runs webinars to train people within their sector. They also find online courses and certifications to refer to members of their network. Is there something like this in your industry? Joining these networks will help you align your brand with a network of people. This tactic will also give you access to networking opportunities and talent recruitment. Networks and associations are a part of business that young founders tend to not understand. Why would I join a network for professional development? How would that lead to a sale? Joining networks might not have the best incentives for your sales targets, but their reputation helps you maintain your brand's position. The ability to leverage those brands during dialogue is what you're really paying membership fees for. Number four, attend events that build your profile. Each industry tends to have a popular conference that's very well known among professionals. By attending these popular conferences, you can indirectly show people that you take your role seriously, that you're trying to continue to develop your skills and your knowledge to maintain relevancy for your industry. Additionally, by attending these conferences, you can create content for social media and leverage the conference's brand reputation. For example, you could share images on social media, write a summary blog post of the event, or even shoot a video. What's the most popular conference for your industry? Number five, testimonials. Testimonials are a great way to social proof your website, but many people think that testimonials have to come from customers. We've looked at testimonials and divided them into four types. Type one, professional network testimonials. Type two, event testimonials. Type three, customer testimonials. And type four, content testimonials. Each of these testimonials require a different approach, so we're going to dive into each of those now. Testimonial Type 1 – Professional Network Testimonials I classify this as a professional network testimonial, not a personal network, because you shouldn't get your high school friends to write wondrous testimonials for you. To my point earlier in the introduction of this episode, this can lead to brand damage. Instead, get testimonials from people who you've worked with. This would include people who take the role seriously and that you've done business with in the past. If early into your career and not having these contacts yet, try reaching out to people who you volunteered with or worked with in the past. Once collecting a variety of testimonials, include them on your web pages and your landing pages. Eventually, you'll want to rotate these testimonials out as you collect more customer testimonials. Testimonial Type 2 – Event Testimonials if you're facilitating workshops, as we suggested on our previous series on brand awareness, you want to acquire testimonials from people who attend the event and the people who you worked with to organize the event. These would be the hands-on project managers that you worked with to book and facilitate the event. When you can leverage testimonials from people with job titles like event coordinator or project manager, you'll show future venue coordinators that you're a good person to work with. When completing a workshop and doing a good job, 
It's not far-fetched to seek out members of the audience and ask for feedback and testimonials. You can use these testimonials on your speaker profile or on documents when you're applying to speak to other events. Testimonial Type 3 Customer Testimonials Customer testimonials give your potential customers a window into your products and services. They show considering individuals what they can expect, what sort of results they will achieve, and ultimately what it's like to work with you. But here's the thing, the testimonials have to come from the right people. If I'm offering services to a CEO or a COO, they likely won't resonate with a testimonial from a young specialist who is only one to two years into their career. Instead, they'll want to see testimonials from people who are on par with their career, being a CEO, COO, or CMO. The second piece to consider, besides job title, is where to ask for a testimonial. Let me give you an example. I typically ask my clients for a testimonial eight weeks after starting to work together. By that time, the client has gone through a portion of my onboarding process and have realized some amount of results based on the work I've provided. Now think about your business. What job titles would be the best to acquire for people considering your product or service? Where does it make sense to ask for the testimonial? Testimonial Type 4 Content Testimonials The last type of testimonial is a content testimonial. These are testimonials that summarize the value people get from your content. They could be from your ebooks, online courses, or your blog. Either way, they exist to help motivate people to submit your forms, becoming members of your community, and to opt into your messaging. Returning back to our six ways to social proof your website, we have our last one, number six, education. There are many different ways to interpret what is meant by education. I consider any type of program as education, so long as it's from an incorporated entity or group of people. This would include universities, colleges, online learning companies, accelerator programs, and incubators. Linking this back up to social proofing, if there are a lot of people in your market who have MBAs, you might want to consider joining that club. However, if you're serving high-tech companies, you might want to consider taking part in an accelerator program such as Techstars or Y Combinator. It's worthwhile noting here that your market may appeal to doing a mix of education, both traditional, like universities, and innovative, like an accelerator. Either way, the more you can leverage the brand of an educational group, the better it is for your social proofing. From this podcast episode, the most single important takeaway is this. The entire marketing process becomes much easier once you have aligned your unknown company to an already established brand. This episode covered six ways you can build social proof and increase your reputation online. We covered software certifications, industry certifications, clubs, associations, events, testimonials, and education. I said it twice and I will say it a third time now, marketing becomes much easier when you align yourself with an already established brand. Thank you listeners for tuning in and I hope you have a wonderful day. Bye.